Howdy, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of How Can It Be with Allie Johnson and Wendy Free. Welcome back. <laughs> Truly. Hi, everyone. <laughs> well, if you're new here, that's Wendy. <laughs> And she is like that, Listen, actually. So I'm sorry. You always say hi first. Yeah. So you're switching it up this week. And that's sweet, honestly. I wanted to say hi. Okay. Okay. And and hi. Welcome. We're glad you're here, Wendy. Thank you. It's just not quite the same without you. So do you want to come back next week, too? Wait, I would love to, actually. Okay, wait. That's a great idea. Okay, well, if you guys want to come back next week, then you'll see... And you'll remember that we start out every single episode the same way, except for sometimes <laughs> Wendy likes to add sweet little moments like this. It's really tender. But we like so to start sorry. out every episode talking about all of the ways that we saw God in our life because this ep- this yeah. podcast is all about glorifying God in the everyday good, the bad, and the in-between. Beautiful. <laughs> So um, Wendy gets to start out, like, before, just, she just is going to talk about Jesus. Just talk about him. It's not that hard. Um, she's, she's crying. Get to it, okay, girl? Guys, I can't pull myself together. Pull yourself together. You have listen. You have thirty seconds. I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm and ruining the my nose. Leg. <laughs> and through the Okay, we're glad to be back this week. Wendy has a sweet message. She's been really prepping. Hi everyone. Wait, that's perfect. Do you want to look at them when you say that, or do you want to look at me? Oh, she's so nice. Isn't hi. She? she just kind of feels like she doesn't really get to like say hi to you guys that much. This episode is all about glorifying God in the everyday good, the bad, and the in-between. And it feels a little different to be glorifying him today because we have episodes that are live. No way! Mm -hmm. And they are on all streaming services. Kind of feels like we've just been talking to just each other for the past multiple months that we've been filming. We have, And so this episode feels a little bit different. Like, we actually get to put it out there for you guys to listen to the full thing and you don't have to listen to it but like if you want to like we could all talk about god and jesus together feels like a pretty good idea to me okay okay well let's just plan on keeping that up then okay we'll just like keep putting these episodes out people could see keep listening to them yeah okay that's perfect all right i agree well we start out every one of these the same way and while you're listening you'll Surely find that. But we talk. No worries. I had to dance real quick. Right. Sorry. Like Wendy got to do something new. I thought I would do something new. She had a George. It's kind of good. Anyways, um, we start out every episode by talking about little ways that we saw Christ in our life the last week. And Wendy always gets to start. Finally. Something sweet for her. I'm so excited. So take it away. Um. Well, I like. Here's the problem I have is I see Jesus. Every day. Okay, I don't physically see him, 
But like I see him in my life. Good. In God's hand in my life because God's in the details, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that literally, uh, this might be yours, but if it is, we can just have the same one. Wait, mine's okay. for sure different. You don't know what mine is. Whatever. <laughs> um, okay, this one, Ali and I actually talked about, talking about it on the podcast oh, when good. it happened. Do you remember? No, but say it because I remember talking about it, but I can't remember what we talked about. Okay, okay. Well, we, ugh, we're just like the rest of the world and we watched the Super Bowl. It's a good thing. It's a good and thing. And our okay. team that we talked all epi- all episode about last time didn't win. So that feels a little awkward. But like we still love the Chiefs. They're still children yeah, well, of God. Well, we still love everybody. So anyways, love back everyone. to you. We watched okay, the Super Bowl. Anyway. And obviously during the Super Bowl, there's the cute commercials that come up and they're so unique. Oh, I know what you're The way. Okay, first, if you guys follow me and Allie on social media, you already know that she posted yesterday a story of the Super Bowl commercial where it's the two football players eating the gummies in little kids' voices. We watch it every Every day. day. (laughs) Every day. And I giggle every time. And we just laugh. Um, Okay, but that's not the one that I thought about Jesus. Yeah, no. Way to prank him. Anyways. (laughs) As you um, the one we loved is it came up and it was like it was showing people washing someone else's feet and it was someone who shouldn't be washing their feet. Like I remember seeing like a policeman washing a homeless person's feet and then like et cetera, like the list goes on with yeah. like all of these examples. And then it comes up with like a message and it was like Jesus didn't hate anyone. I'm going to butcher this, but it said something like Jesus didn't hate anyone He just washes their feet. Mm -hmm. And that is such a good reminder. Like, me and Ali were low-key shocked because we're like, everyone is watching the Super Bowl. And they just straight up, flat out, put a commercial out there that said, hey, guess what? Jesus washes everyone's feet. So why don't you go and be like Jesus? Yeah. Like, we all can go and wash someone's feet. Like, no one is greater than you. It was just like that reminder of like, I don't care who you are. You can wash someone else's feet. Like, you can help them out. Like, there's no pride. There's nothing like that. Put it all aside. Mm -hmm. Like, how would Christ treat someone else? If you don't know the story about Jesus, there is um, one of the stories of him where... Where actually right before he was crucified. Right. Yeah. Right. He... It's like the night before and he's having a dinner with all of his apostles. And he says all he wants to do is wash their feet. And he goes around and he washes every single one of the disciples' feet. Mm. And it's just like that place of like humility that he like puts himself in the spot to go and wash all of his disciples' feet when he is being led to be killed like the next day. Um, and so, yeah, this commercial just showed that. Yeah. and it's, I loved it. I loved it. It was so good. But... <laughs> But I think, too, it's a good reminder for us to remember, like, we don't actually have to go and, like, find somebody's feet to wash. Like, personally, there are feet are feeling a little bit there. gross to me. We got to be careful in the foot category these problem days. problem is, is I don't have a problem with them. Didn't I, I bite your shoe the other day? No. And Wendy is unhinged, <laughs> and I promise that to be true. I promise. Listen, but who cares? It is such a good reminder that, like we just have a chance to be like Christ. Like we have a chance to choose him Mm -hmm. every day and everything that we Mm -hmm. do. And I think in a world where most media is so 
satanic, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's so influenced by darkness and evil. Yeah. It was just really cool for us to see, like, on such a big stage, like the Super Bowl stage, mm -hmm. it was cool to see Christ's name. Yeah. And maybe it didn't impact as many people as it did us, but we loved it. It was yeah. so awesome. Well, and it was just, like, that reminder, too, of, like, it doesn't have to be washing feet, like you said. Yeah. But, like, put someone else's needs before your own. Mm -hmm. Like, find something that's like, oh, I can put my needs aside right now and I can do this for someone else. Yeah, and if you need the reminder that to love people only so that you can try to be like Christ, then do it. Yeah. If that's the only reason why you're being nice to somebody is because you're trying to be yeah. like Christ, that's a good enough reason. Yeah. Like, you don't have to love anybody because you actually love them. Like, if sometimes you need to fake it until you make it. And I yeah. think that feels, like, disingenuine sometime. Like, just because that feels weird to, like, go out of your way to do something nice for somebody that maybe you, like, outright despise. Yeah. But that was Christ. Like, people who absolutely spit in his face. Like, he just loved them. Yeah. And that is such a cool thing to incorporate into your day-to-day -day life. Yeah. I loved it. It's the best. Just a little reminder. That's a great Jesus moment. I can't, I'm proud of you for remembering that. Remember we had it together? Yeah. Okay. That was a sweet Jesus moment for us. Yes. Okay. Well, I had another one today and I was cutting a 13 year old boy's hair Aww. and he has this like beautiful thick curly hair and he came in and his hair was like flattened down on his head all around his whole entire head. Okay. And we're sitting there and I'm like, okay, like, are we doing the same haircut as last time? Like, give me the rundown. And he's like, actually, I have an inspiration picture. He pulls it up and it's this kid with straight hair. Okay. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. so do you like just like kind of how short that is on the sides or like tell me what he's like, well, I guess I'm just kind of liking like how straight his hair is. And he's like, so like, how do I get my hair to be straight like that? And I'm like, so you can't. <sighs> And he looks at me and he's like waiting for me to like joke yeah. and be like, I'm just kidding. This is how you do it. And I'm like, no, and you can't. <laughs> I'm like, unless you go and get your hair chemically straightened, then your hair's going to stay curly. You crushed his dream. He was crushed. I'm not kidding. Like he was devastated. And I was like, wait, I'm so sorry. Like I was not trying to be mean oh, at all. Like, boy. but do you know that your curly hair is wonderful? Like, do you know the amount of 13-year-old boys that are in my hair Instagram DMs begging me to perm their hair? <laughs> and he's like, whatever. And I'm like, come on. Like, I'm being serious. Like, people pay big bucks to have hair just like yours. Yeah. And he was like, I, yeah, I guess so. Like, it's just hard because, like, all of my friends, like, have straight hair. <sighs> and, like, I just think they're awesome. And, like, I just see how cool their hair looks. And, like, I don't know how to feel like my hair looks cool if it looks nothing like theirs. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. This is about hair, you know? Like, right. this is about a 13-year-old boy's haircut. But my heart, like, broke a little bit for him. And I was like, can't you see that, like, you're awesome only because you're you? Yeah. And we had this really cool conversation, his whole entire haircut, oh. just about like the power that he has within him to be able to recognize that like, because God made him like, he has something awesome to offer. And that is with his natural hair. You know, I was like, don't get me wrong. If like you want to 
blow dry your hair straight every morning for 45 minutes, do it. I was like, whatever you want to do to feel good is awesome. Right. But did you know that you're cool just the way that you are? Right. And I was like, and did you know that maybe you were made to have curly hair so that somebody else who feels like their curly hair isn't cool will be able to be like, oh, he has curly hair and he's awesome. And I watched like this, like understanding, like come into his eyes and like be like, oh, I could be that person that like makes curly hair cool in my friend group, you know, and it's a haircut, you know, but it was so awesome to sit there and have this conversation with him. And at the end he was like, for curly hair, like I really actually do like the way you styled it, whatever. And it's like, you can tell that like he still wishes his hair was straight and that would maybe be the best option for him like today. But I think if we took more time out of like our day to think about the way that like maybe something hard that happened to us or maybe a trial that we went through like was for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And when we can connect that to Christ and be like, oh, wait, he has a hand in my life. Maybe this hard thing was only hard for me because Christ knew that I would be able to connect with somebody else and bring them closer to Christ because I could relate to them. And because they needed somebody that was going to be able to remind them that, like, they are loved. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the tenderest thing. Well, Allie, you just changed, like, his whole perspective on it. Like, maybe he doesn't believe you yet, but, like, he went in there hating his curly hair. Then it just takes someone being like, hey, like, actually, I really love it. Like, maybe you should love it, too. Mm -hmm. Which is exactly, like... What Christ does, what God does, they help us see a side of ourselves that we don't see and that maybe we do hate and we want to change. But he's like, why? I love that side of you. Like, why are you going to change it? I made you this way. Mm -hmm. I think especially like tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So when everybody's watching this, it's going to be Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. If you're watching this after the fact, we still love you. Don't worry. Worry not. But I think (laughs) like anybody that is religious in any way can find a lot of like hope in the fact that Valentine or not, like Mm -hmm. you have a really, really good person that loves you. Yeah. And he's actually a god. And so you have the best Valentine out of everybody. And the other cool thing to remember is as you go about your day with all of this love or the feeling of not that much love, like you can look at every person and remember that that Valentine that you have that you're so lucky to have, like every other person does too. And so maybe you might treat other people a little bit kinder, reminding yourself that like, Maybe Valentine's Day is sad for you, but maybe it's sad for that other person. And how cool would it be if you have the chance in your sadness to be able to lift somebody else up yeah, and share a little bit of everybody's best Valentine, which is Christ. Right. Well, and that's the thing is that when you share him with those people, like they feel that love. Like it's hard to talk about God. It's hard to talk about Christ and not feel love from it Mm -hmm. because like we are God's children. He loves us with a love that we can't even begin to, like, comprehend. Like, the love you feel for people in your life times that by 
a thousand, two thousand, a million. Like that's God's love for you. And you already know that like he will do anything for you. If you're sad, if you need him, he will help you feel that love. Mm -hmm. And like sharing that with other people, like you said, that is the if I mean, there's so many people on Valentine's Day who do feel lonely. They feel sad. They want someone. They're looking at other couples. They're looking at other loves and be like, why can't I have that? But focus your vision and your perspective on God, on Christ, the people who like God made us. We are created in his image. And so he will help you see that. Mm -hmm. And when he does, like, that's when you're like, okay, I feel whole. It doesn't matter if I don't have a significant other today. It doesn't matter if I'm lonely on this day. Like, I got God. So I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, man. It's tender. It's so tender. And you guys, I was just thinking while Wendy was giving that little spiel. It was really tender, by the way. I loved every word of it. I want you to know. But I was thinking of something else that Wendy said to me in the last few days. It was on Sunday, actually. But she texted me and we weren't together, which is weird for us because really if we're not at work, we're generally together. Yeah. But, um... Sorry to anyone who dates either of us. Actually, happy Valentine's Day to us in all future years because we'll be spending it together. Yep. And maybe we'll make some room for some guys, but it's it's not locked in at this point. It's really not locked in. But Wendy sent me a text out of the blue and we weren't together. We weren't seeing we weren't with each other in the moment. Oh my gosh, that's the most aggressive. I have to get you some salsa after this. Okay, that's another thing to love about Wendy is our next stop after filming today is to go pick up chilies, chips, and salsa. We're not an alarm. Just go off to remind me to pick up chips and salsa after this. And she's a princess. But Allie, keep going. Anyways, Wendy texted me out of the blue and said, I think we should go heart attack some people this week. And if you're not familiar with the phrase heart attack... Mm It's just something that whatever, like, I feel like you and me were both just raised and we would heart attack people, you know? Yeah. But it's essentially the idea where you can give somebody a heart attack, but not actually like, please don't give anybody a heart attack. Please Please, don't. Please. Um, But it's like you just surprise somebody by showing your love for them. So for us, like, I don't know, like when we would do it when we were little kids, like we would literally go and cut out hearts and write messages that we loved yeah. Like, messages of things that we loved about people, and we would write them on the hearts and go stick them, like, all over somebody's yeah. door, you know? Yeah, or and you do it all over somebody's car, mm-hmm. but, like, you do it really, really, really carefully, yeah. um, and then you just vanish. Yeah, and you don't even have to write your name. You don't have to write your name. It's like, so it can cute. just be, like, a little, like, it's secret admiry, but it's also yeah. just, like, I just love you, so here you go, you know? Anyway, so Wendy sent me that text and I was like, we have to. We actually have to. And you guys are invited. You have to come and heart attack people with us. No matter if you're doing it like in person or not. It's so nice to forget yourself and just like really go and do something sweet for somebody like that. If you're feeling sad on Valentine's Day, if you're feeling sad on any day, take a second to think about somebody else that might be feeling sad too. Yeah. And another cool thing is some of our friends were talking about this in one of their podcasts, but um, they were talking about how if you treated everybody like they were the one that Jesus 
was leaving the 99 for, you would be 100% correct because everybody is the one. Oh, that's beautiful. And so really anybody that you choose to go and heart attack, anybody that you choose to give a little bit of extra kindness to is the one that Christ is leaving the 99 for. Yeah. Every single person that you encounter, Christ died for. Yeah. And if we treat them like that, it feels a little different. Yeah. Well, and that's what I love is something I learned before I did some missionary service for a year and a half in Italy. And I went and talked about Jesus. It was, I mean, I ate Italian food. It was cool. Anyways, before I went, though, I was talking to someone and they were like, honestly, there's going to be people that you meet on your mission in your life that it's going to be so hard to love them. Like, you're going to have the hardest time. You're going to think negatively about them. You're going to, like, wish the worst upon them. Let me tell you the trick on how not to do that. And I was like, okay, like, please tell me what's the secret. And they were like, find something to love about them. One little thing. They're like, it could literally be the way a piece of their hair falls onto their head. It could literally be one of their eyebrows. You don't have to like the other one. Like, he just went in a list and he was like, you could love their pants. You could love their socks. You could, like, find something. He was like, and once you find that one thing, then you like just start thinking more positively about them and the love comes like it's and I tried it like I mean we're not meant to like get along with every single person on this earth but if you try and you like find something about every single person you meet where you're like wait I actually really love the way you did your eyelashes today then you immediately like it's a dopamine effect and you start to see them as God would see them and you start to slowly feel more positive about them and it mends that relationship. Mm. And so I don't know, that's something I literally learned that like eight years ago, but it stuck with me because there are people in my life who I'm like, I cannot stand them today. But like pray also that like God will help you see everyone the way that he sees them. And that is one prayer that God I know for sure will answer Mm. and he'll help you like see others through his eyes. And it'll also help you see yourself through his eyes. Yeah. And I think on Valentine's Day, that's a good thing too. Mm-hmm. To remember that he is looking at you with eyes of so much love. Yeah. And that is something to feel good about. The God of everything is yeah. in love with you. Yeah. Is in love with every part of you. Yeah. And every mistake you've ever made and every silly joke that you've said, like, let's talk about the amount of jokes that I've said to, like, make my friends laugh. And they're like, that was not that funny. Sometimes we laugh for and I'm fun like, okay, to make you that feel was good. heartbreak. <laughs> that is heartbreak, okay? <laughs> like, forget any, bro- any breakup I've ever <laughs> gone through. I tell a joke and nobody laughs. Okay, <laughs> my heart is shattered. Okay, that's betrayal. I will forever laugh at your jokes. Don't worry. Thanks so much. But that feeling like of just like, okay, that wasn't received by other people. It's so cool to remember that there is a God who is receiving every part of you. Every yeah. joke that you've told that people don't laugh at. Like every outfit you've worn that people have thought it was ugly. <laughs> he loves he actually loves every part of you. Yeah. I think that's cool, too, when you are in a relationship. Yeah. A romantic relationship, a friendship. 
it's cool to look at people and be like, what can I love despite? You know, like, I watched a literal, there's a movie on Netflix, and it's called Set It Up. Okay. Okay. And it's a chick flick. And if you are feeling depressed on Valentine's Day, please watch it. It is a sweet movie to watch. You heard it from Allie. Anyways, on Netflix set it up, should be giving her. Set it up, Netflix. Watch it. But one of the girls in the movie says something during this one scene, and she's like, "My grandma or somebody said something that changed my life," and she said, "We like because, but we love despite." Oh. And isn't that so important to remember? Like, we have that chance to incorporate that into all of our relationships. Yeah. And think about that within your relationship with your boyfriend you've had for a few months, with your husband, with your best friend, with your sister, with your cousin, with your brother, with your mom, with your dad. Like, within all relationships, like, you have such a chance to tell them the things that you like about them but also love them in their ugly, in their weird, in their cringe, you know? Like, I think there's such a popular stigma on cancel culture (laughs) and ics and stuff like that. And I won't lie, I'm affected by it on the daily, on every date that I go on, it plagues me. But what a cool chance to be able to, like, see those quirky things about other people and be like, wait, I'm loving despite of the fact that this might be a little silly, but also I'm loving because that's what Christ would do. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you have to go on another date with this guy if he's way cringing you out into another dimension. Right. You have to vibe. There has to be something You have to vibe. You have to vibe. But also, what a cool chance for you, like, within your deep, deep time relationships that are going to last for a long time. To remember that, like, just because you know they're lasting for a long time doesn't mean you can't enrich them while you're in them. Like, right. Right. and what a cool reset to be able to really right. look for those things that you love about people just because they're them. Yeah. And just because you know that God loves them for that, too. Right. I love that so much. And it's such a good reminder because you do. I mean, I take advantage of the relationships I have. I mean, I don't think... Guys, until I met Allie and became close with Allie, she says I love you more than I've ever heard anyone in my entire life say I love you. And it's gotten me to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I should say I love you more. Because, like, there will be phone calls with my parents. There will be phone calls with my siblings, with my other best friends, like, people like that. And you hang up and you don't say I love you. Or you don't say I love you before you leave because you, like, feel weird about it. And you're like, ah, no, that's kind of (laughs) cringy. I can't tell them I love them. But, like, Allie is such a good example of this. <laughs> I'm calling her out. But it's so true that, like, why not tell someone you love them? Why not be vulnerable? Allie has been talking to me so much about how, like, Christ was vulnerable. And that is so inspiring that, like, it is cool to be vulnerable. It is cool to tell someone you love them. Because if you are striving and you're trying to be like Christ and you're trying to, like, feel God's love in your life. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the scripture is in John. It's it's John 15, 13, I'm pretty sure. And it says, as I have loved you, love one another. And that's really sweet because John, it's John 15. It's actually 
in John 15, 12, it says, as I have loved you, loved one another. Right. And it actually says, this is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. But also, Wendy's edition is so sweet. I love it. Yes. That is one of the first things God has asked us to do, is he's like, just love one another. And when, like, you feel God's love, it's hard not to. So go say I love you to your family, to your friends. Like, we give you permission, even though it's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. And, like, you never regret it. Like, I've never regretted telling someone that I love them. Yeah, and honestly, even in the silly little moments where I felt like I prematurely, like, expressed my feelings to a boy that I liked or thought that I loved in the moment. like Why not? The thing is, like, that was Christ's whole life. Yeah. Was openly and utterly and honestly loving people. Yeah. And so what if you say it and somebody doesn't say it back? Yeah. But how cool that you get the chance every day to be a little bit more like him and love people a little bit more like him. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And I think... To something I thought of was, yeah, so I remember my mom telling this story once. And she was saying that there was one day where she just, like, wasn't feeling as much love as she wanted to feel. And she wasn't really feeling, like, maybe questioning, like, who was her friend, who was there. Um, And she tells a story of she was um, in a class with a bunch of, like, little kids, probably, like, the age, like, three, four, like, around there. And she was overhearing conversation with these two little girls. And one of the girls was like, I'm starting school tomorrow and I don't know if I'm going to have any friends. Like, she was so scared. Um, And she was just, like, worried about it. She was like, what if I don't feel loved? What if I don't make friends? Um, And her little sister was, like, comforting her. And she was like, but you will make friends. Like, don't worry. Like, they're going to love you. They're going to be your friend. And the little girl responded back. And she was like, but how will I know? She was like, how will I know that they're my friend? And her sister was like, you just have to ask them. Just ask them if they'll be your friend. And my mom heard this and she decides to go to God. And she decides to go kneel down to God. And she tells me this story that she went and she knelt by her bed. And she's like sobbing. And she says, God, are you my friend? And she says that she immediately just felt like this overwhelming love And that God was like, yes, I am your friend, Jenny. Like, I love you. And that's something that I love about God is that you can go to him and you can pray about all the desires of your heart. You can go, who cares what you're going to ask him? Because he cares. He is listening. He will. That's a cool thing. Guess what I found out in my life? He's going to answer you if it's right there immediately if it's through another person if you need to open up your scriptures and find that answer in there he cares about you so much that he will send an answer to your prayers and you can talk to him that's the crazy thing that i found is that like i can go to god and i can talk to god he is my father i can go and i can ask him if he is my friend i can ask him for love i could go to him one day and be like i'm not feeling so great today I'm not feeling confident. There are prayers that I have said that are like, I'm not feeling so confident. I need your love. And I have received that love and I have received that confidence. But just like that story of like, 
you will feel it. Like God loves you. That is the moral of our story. God loves you. And he will help you feel that love. And it's just amazing to me that like we have a God who cares that much about us. Oh, Jenny. <laughs> so cute. Jenny yeah. has a friend in Jesus. Yes. And I love that. That makes me love her even more. It really does. Uh, fun fact Allie and my mom have been starting to grow a relationship and I think it just grew more <laughs> yeah she doesn't know yet wait she doesn't know that that made me be best friends with okay, her more okay. she'll guys, listen to this something about me is I cannot handle it if I don't like have absolute confirmation that somebody loves me I think that's why she says I love you to everyone I think so she because I well no it's not even that I need people to say it back but I never want somebody to wonder oh. how much I love them or what I would do for them. Like, oh, why am I crying? <laughs> but seriously, like, there are too many people that don't hear it. They don't hear yeah. that people love them or that Christ yeah. loves them, you know? And I feel so lucky to have heard Christ say to my face yeah. that he loves me. And so I'll do everything in my power to make sure that people can hear from right. me that right. I love them and that Christ loves them. Right. And Wendy knows, and I've even talked about this on the pod before too, but I do a little post every Sunday-ish when I remember to do them on Sundays, but lately they've been on Mondays. <laughs> But I okay. do this little series on my personal Instagram account where I just post like little moments that I saw Christ in my life and like, right. and I tie them all together in random ways. Like maybe to the outside eye, they would not think that I'm looking at it and seeing God in it. But that's the funnest thing about it is I get to like connect him into every single inner working part of my day. Yeah. And he's so there, but I end every single one of like my series like with the same phrase and I say I love you he loves you more I'll yeah. see you next week yeah. that's what I say at the end of every post and isn't that a good reminder like that we have the chance every day to let somebody feel his love yeah. and maybe that's by saying that we love them but what a cool thing to tack on and that's the most important thing you could say to them in the first place yeah is that there's a God of everything that loves them. Yeah. Yeah. And created them in his image. Mm -hmm. Like, that is amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like what you said. We need everyone to know that God loves them. We need everyone to feel that same love because we have felt it. Yeah. I mean, I continue to feel it and I hope to continue to feel it for the rest of my life. Yeah. Because it's a love that you don't find in the outside world. Like, the love I feel from Allie is great, but, like, the love I feel from God is a love that I know I won't find in anyone else. Mm -hmm. And the chance that we have to share God's love through each other. Yeah. Like, that's why I even started doing those little posts. That's why we do this podcast. Yeah. It's because of Him. Right. And you might get sick of us because we weren't even going to do a Valentine's Day episode because we felt like it would be overkill mm -hmm. if we just got on here and talked about how much God loves each and every one of us. Yeah. But what a good reminder. And you know what? 
I hope that that's all that people remember about me. Yeah. I hope that that's all that people think of when they yeah. watch this episode is, gosh, those girls love God and they want to share his love. I hope that that's all that people remember of yeah. me when I'm gone. Yeah. Is that I knew that I was loved by God and I wanted everybody else to know that he loved them too. Yeah. What a good life mission, right? Yes. Like, if that's all I'm known for, like, cool. Tattoo that on my forehead. Like, put that on my tombstone. Like, God loves you. Did you know? I think I do now. Happy freaking Valentine's Day. Yes. Okay? Happy Valentine's Day. We love you. Mm. God loves you. And while you're talking, it made me think of something that a gospel leader said. And he said, you know, the first great commandment is... Um, to love God with all of our heart, mind, mind, and strength. But the first greatest truth in all eternity is that God loves us with all of his heart, mind, and strength. So remember that. Take that this week. Run with it. Make sure you feel that love and then extend that love. Like we said, mm-hmm. love one another. Yeah. Give everyone that love. Make Christ an everyday topic because that's how you can extend that love as well. Yeah. <laughs> and we love you. We love you. Happy Valentine's Day. We'll see you next week. Bye.